Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten. I'm in a pub very close to West Bromwich in an area of the West Midlands called Wensbury. It's a predominantly West Brom area with smatterings of Wolves, Villa and Warsaw. It's also the place where West Brom fans used to have a song about a man from Wensbury called Johnny T who had a market stall in Wensbury. I don't know why I know that, but I read it in the West Brom fanzine years ago. Anyway, I'm in a pub full of Manchester United fans. We've travelled down from Manchester. They've spent a lot of this week travelling because a lot of them were at Crystal Palace on Wednesday. There's a good buzz about at the moment. Christmas is coming. People have had a couple of beers. And we were just talking about stories of where you've come across footballers in real life. And I'm sat around a table with some lads and some of them have come across footballers and some of them haven't. Young man, have you ever met a footballer outside of seeing him on a football pitch? Apart from the Icelandic national team, um, name droppers, um, Kevin well, that Francis. Was, that was partly work. That was work, yeah. Kevin Francis in Shopping Giant in Hazel Grove um, when he was playing for Stockport. He walked up to me and I was like, I looked up at him because he was six foot seven. And I was like, Jesus, it's Kevin Francis. And he just looked at me and went, Yes, it is. And walked past me. So that's the only play you've met? No, I met Alex Ferguson visiting my brother in hospital. Right. Um, when he was having his leg lengthened. You might have liked to put that story first. You know, Kevin Francis. Yeah. All right. So Alex Ferguson came to see your brother. Yeah, he did. He did because my dad knew him. What was he like? He's a. When you know him outside of football, he's an absolutely a brilliant bloke, great guy, um, really, really nice to go. And my, my dad's best mate is actually Martin Buchan. Right. Yeah, so, um, he was a great fella. He was a great fella, yeah. And still is. Old Trapper Blues and all that. Um, but yeah, so Kevin Francis is still the funniest thing, cause, just because you met him in Shopping Giant. So. Um, follow that then, Alex Ferguson, go out and see your brother. Uh, I met Saul Campbell outside of a uh, bar in Wimbledon in 90, about 1998 would have been I think we just lost the World Cup or something and I, I'm sure he was to blame but I said alright Sol but he didn't look happy I think he was off to go down a tunnel somewhere <laughs> so is he the only footballer you've met outside of seeing uh, him play the only football I've met yeah definitely Sol Campbell yeah definitely uh, young man uh, my team pal scores Nicky Button yeah, I've been once but I was too asked about Power Rangers and my Happy Meal to pay my attention how old were you? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight. eight I think yeah. did you go up to him? nah the fuck is only a kid and but, where's uh, the Albion? It's just shit probably mid. In middle. Uh, Footballers outside of seeing him in the ground. Uh, Steven Gerrard in the Trafford Centre. Did you speak to him? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did I was only a kid at the time. I saw Makeda a couple of years ago, got a photo with him because my mate over there, Kerry, hates him, so I sent it straight to him. So Where did you meet Makeda? In the Trafford Centre again, yeah. Job centre? Yeah. <laughs> So you're in the job centre and you went on to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were both in the job centre, yeah, yeah. I've done um, an interview this week with a lad called Michele Fornessier who played in the youth team in 2011 and he's very close friends with Makeda. And Michele's playing in Serie A now with Pescara. And I said, where's Makeda now? And he's at Novara in Serie B. And, and I said, could you put us in touch with him? And he said, yes. Yeah. So I think that'd be a good story, actually. Makeda. What, what went wrong? I hope he's not listening because he's probably going to see things. A couple of goals and everyone thought that was going to be great, but just never materialised, did it? Uh, young man, um, I shouldn't say young man given today's climate, should I? So this is a fellow United fan here. Have uh, you come across ever um, any footballers outside of 
watching him at a match? I come from same village as Taribo West. <laughs> <laughs> so you. <laughs> Um, you, uh, Sam Johnson, have you ever come across uh, any footballers? Uh, yeah, I met, uh, met uh, Paul Scholes once at my mate's wedding. That was alright. And uh, Ruth Van Nistel on a flight to Amsterdam. He was a nice guy. Did you speak to Scholes? Did you speak to Van Nistelrooy? Yeah, Scholes bought a few rounds, mate, to be honest with you. Nice guy. Van Nistelrooy was uh, nah, just, just general always, to be honest with you. Yeah. Pleasantries. Yeah. But a uh, nice bloke, yeah. Players, they don't have to be United ones. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in uh, Los Angeles, what, 2008. Stop shouting! Uh, so, 2008, I persuaded him to stay for another year. So you, you, you're in LA, like you are, like you do. What were you doing in LA? Uh, with another mate of mine, travelling. Yeah. Got into the Beverly Hills Hotel, blagged sneaked it. in, blagged it, blagged it in there, bought a couple of rounds of cocktails, got the rounds in. Persuade him to stay. That's it. Was oh, he alright with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, and and, and you know, you know, showing me pictures. Yeah, yeah, it was in the mag, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So, it was in the mag. And um, did you keep in touch with him? No. Me <laughs> just say no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to justify it. <laughs> no, we didn't meet. We didn't meet up another night. No, we all, we tried, but our paths didn't cross. We were moving on before he Schedules was. Schedules were right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask each of you, and there's six or seven of us sat around the table now. Just sum up United at the moment. Um, my personal view is the football's decent, the team have started winning, go 10 unbeaten if we don't lose at West Brom today. If I remember rightly, when we played at West Brom last year, beating Arsenal, had another 1-0 win and then fell to pieces here. Yeah, Herrera sent off. Um, United at the moment? Um, was it Matson sent off? Sorry. Um, much better than the last three years. It's fun because they're actually creating chances. You know, somehow we scored, created about 90 chances in a few home games. We took all seasons to create that, it felt like last year. Do you know what? I'm liking it because we're playing good football. Everyone's happy. If you come to the games, you love Mourinho and you love the football, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. If you go to the games, what we're doing at the moment is all that matters. And Wednesday meant something because you saw the players, you saw the manager actually feeling it. Feeling. Jose Mourinho will be on this podcast, so keep listening. He's coming on later on. It's a little bit of um, extract from the interview with. It's done with United We Stand, which will be on sale on on Boxing Day. Rick, um, you design the front cover for United We Stand. Your covers are very yeah, your covers are your covers are very popular. I know you I know you're a, I know you're a modest lad, but what was your inspiration um, for, for for the latest uh, cover with Jose Marino on the front? My mum once got a kiss off Dennis Law round the back of PC World. That's the inspiration. That was a previous question. Uh, Funnily enough, though, my auntie, who was my mum's sister, danced with Dennis Law back in the 60s in Santiago, so there you go. Santiago, Chile? Yeah. yeah. What's she doing there? Oh, I don't fucking know. But what's your inspiration for the cover? Trying to see Dennis Law. What's your inspiration for the cover? Oh, what's your inspiration for the cover? Because you asked me to do a cover of Mourinho right. for contractual re- obligation. Okay. <laughs> but he's doing very well. I'm, I'm very impressed with what he's doing at the team at the moment, attacking. Uh, nice late winners. Obviously, he planned that. Uh, another one today would be nice. 
Yeah, just keep going. Jose. Where do you think United <laughs> will finish this season? Um, just take your time. <laughs> Three cup finals. Okay. United this season? Excellent. Everything's better than Van Gaal. But Which players have impressed you? Um, Herrera, Pogba, even Rune. Rowo, favourite Marcus at the moment. Steve Armstrong, there's a good buzz about United at the moment, isn't there? Yeah, really good buzz. Uh, Manny's just getting it together. You can just see the unity in the squad. Um, players starting to find where they sit in the squad, where they sit in the team, starting to play for each other. I've, I've said it on here, I've said it on other other clubs' podcasts, I've said it on the radio. Um, there's nothing to worry about at the minute about where United are at. United are in a really good place. And what, mon- what most... Well, apart from well, they, I, do you know what? I I love it here more than most places we end up on away trips. What United? Why do, start, you, why do you love the black country? I don't love the black country. I just love this pub because they let us in at half twelve and they let us go at half four. Um, no, this there's a lot to be excited about about United. And the thing I like more than anything else, and Crystal Palace, you and I summed it up. Um, the manager, late winner. Good performance. Manager steaming on the pitch. The players. Why do you think he steamed on the pitch? I think he knew that. I, th- I think he is. I think he has been under pressure outside of the support. He's been under pressure massively in the media, and I think he looked at that and thought that's a big result for him in the media. In the in the whole. How world. do you think he knew? Read the interview he's done. He explains it. Yeah, he, ex- exactly. Ex- well, I think he knows that he's at a club that. I know he's been at big clubs before. This is the biggest club he's ever been at, and you can argue that Real Madrid is a bigger, you know, is on a par or a bigger club or whatever. But nothing has the exposure or the media coverage in the UK like being the manager of Manchester United. And I think he's now thinking, "Oh my lord, this is massive!" Blah 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 blah. And I think he's started to get his head round the squad are with him, the fans are with him, the club are with. Him. I think he's just started to believe all of the things that that were written on the tin that he didn't believe when he came because he's never had it on the clubs he suddenly started going do you know what the fans are brilliant the club's brilliant the players are brilliant the chairman's brilliant and I think he's just found his home that is going to enable him to start to probably for the first time in his management career start to think a bit more long term so I think there's lots of good times about United do you know what I think the other thing he's realised United aren't asked about winning titles they're not asked about winning trophies it's about the glory and about the way United play and I think he's now suddenly realised that I think when he came people told him that and no one believed him no one believed he didn't believe it I think now people are saying it and he's starting to go do you know what they're right so you know I think Ibrahim in his after match interview the other night said you know the support and you know away and at home has just been impeccable so you know a lot of good times to look forward to I think we've just seen Chelsea win against Crystal Palace so they look like they're romping away um, I asked the question to some of the other lads footballers you've met outside of seeing them on a football pitch fucking hell um, off United any in your life you must have pumped into some of them on trains planes yeah, I mean I could tell you one story but it, it impacts my other life so I can't I can't tell it um, no, I, I think the famous the famous one was when I, I had a, I think I've, I think you wrote it in the paper years and years and years ago when um, 
I bumped into um, George Best in a, in a hospitality bar after the Inter Milan game and um, I offered to buy him a pint and um, he said same again and I, I looked at him it looked like he had a pint of water so I ordered a pint of beer for me and a pint of water for him and then the barman tried to charge me something like 20 notes or something like that so I kicked off after George had did disappeared and he said and I was like £20 for a pint of water and um, and a pint of beer or you're taking a piss or whatever and he just looked at me and he went George Best doesn't drink water <laughs> and it suddenly don't you know what I mean and he was like but no I mean there's plenty of others but none I've no none, none, I've, none I can say on here uh, John uh, how complicated will Brexit be? <laughs> is it John or hard? Is John? In Mike. Who's uh, what? Brexit. Soft or hard? Brexit. Is that the way you get out of West Brom? <laughs> I don't. I'm not, I'm not really asked. Politics. Uh, United. I'm not really asked about politics. Still about United. I'm not really asked about United. No. <laughs> um, no. I echo what everyone else has just said. I, I think that Mourinho's a breath of fresh air. Um, I've written in in the latest mag, available from all the sellers on the 26th of December for just two pound fifty. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Again. We didn't Again. Either way, it's still available because I still, <laughs> still got my commission from selling it. So, no, but I've written in the mag that the, the fans are happy. They're playing the right way. And, and the one thing I've, I've got the impression of that everything he does is done for a reason. The kicking of a bottle, the, the resting Mkhitaryan or taking the time of him, the, the slagging short and small enough. That I think he knows that the talent's there with United, but I think he also knows that the core of the team's a little bit soft. And that's why the other night why he was on the pitch and he was buzzing was because it was, it, was a, it was a major landmark in the fact that we've scored, we've played well, we've gone ahead, but we've conceded. But then what we've done is responded well and gone on to win the game. And I think that's a massive thing with, with, with Mourinho there. He knows the talent's there. It's whether the, the entire squad has got that mentality to go to that very next level. And I think that's what, I think that's what he's doing. United so far? Um, to be honest, I'm enjoying going again. Whereas the last couple of years, you know, it's, been, it's become a bit of a chore. So this season, just like like John said, breath of fresh air, and it's, it's really enjoyable. I'm Wednesday night, Thursday morning, I'm looking forward to the games again. Whereas last season, it, it, you know, it's, it, there's been nothing to look forward to. But which players have impressed? I think Rojo since the Chelsea game has done really well. Um, obviously, Mkhitaryan when he's come in and. I'm a big fan of Latin as well. Yeah. Scored 14. Yeah. I think you know what you're getting with him, don't you? You know, he's done it everywhere he's been. He's a top, top class forward. And oh, I wish we'd have got him five years ago. So, great player. United at the moment. Uh, very, very positive. Yeah. I'm, uh... We're six in the league. I don't care. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but. Right. Right man, right club, 100%, he'll 100% get it right. A lot of players are proving their worth now. Um, has anyone ever said that you look like Sam Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one person, a rename, like, he'll, he'll uh, rename, nameless stuff. Yeah, it's, it's number three. <laughs> who, who, who said you, you look like him? Uh, Paul Scholes. Stop name dropping. <laughs> Do you know that John knows Paul? <laughs> no, he hasn't mentioned it. No, not <laughs> once. <laughs> United at the moment? Uh, I think we're on the right track. Is that right? You don't go to games? Possibly. Just your first game? Yeah. First game today, first away for a while. No, went to Everton a couple of weeks ago. Been missing since May. Uh, but no, we're on the right track. I'm excited. 
Um, I think he's got the right mix of players with a few additions, then they're going to do well. Herrera for me. Yeah, Herrera's been. Mr. Mullen, um, just a minute. I'm fine, mate. Sit down. Um, have you ever come across any footballers away from watching them play? Like bumping into them in a supermarket or in a bar or in a restaurant. They don't have to be Manchester United players. Um, do you know what? The um, Got a message about seven or eight years ago off um, someone who's seen Cantona getting on um, a train at Euston. Um, so, a bit like a stalker, waited outside uh, in Piccadilly for him. As soon as it pulled in, went over to him. Um, pretty much went up to him like a stalker as well. And um, like, oh, Eric, great to meet you and all this sort of thing. He um, got the Cantona tattoo there. He signed it for me. And I was going to get it tattooed on and everything. Told him how great he was and all that sort of thing. Uh, Separate story, the tattoo washed off and everything, but as a person himself, the nicest person you'll ever meet. And he actually took Canada and he actually turned to um, his agent who come over, he's filming some um, programme over here, turned to his agent and pointed to the tattoo there and went, ah, the king, the king, the nicest person you'll ever meet. And still the greatest footballer we've ever had playing for us. The, the best, you think? Best you've ever seen. Yeah. Do you know what? Ronaldo is. We, we were having a little bit of this chat before. Ronaldo, Ronaldo was the best player in the world at one point. He was, but Cantona. Was Eric? As an all round thing, not necessarily, but as an all round thing of changing a club. There will yeah, never yeah. be anyone closer to Cantona. And as a personality and his charisma, I think he had more, more than anybody. But Correct. He won. He, he's, he's the only player at United who won leagues when he wasn't even there. Beckham, Scholes, Neville, they all talk about what, like, um, the, the ethic that he taught them and all that sort of thing. Still, without question, the greatest signing we've ever made. And certainly my all-time idol and I suppose for a lot of United fans but without question um, in my mind the best player I'll ever see play football Of the current team who's your favourite? Herrera I love him I think he's um, I think he gets United I think uh, he never stops moving around the pitch he's just he's, he's a great player and he's yeah, I think he's United all over. He would have fitted into any of our teams. Like, you put him in 94, he could have replaced Paul Lynch. You put him into... All right, he wouldn't have been as good as Scolzi or Keane, but 99, he would have fitted in that team. But, yeah, love him. Great player. You confident going into this run of games over Christmas? Without question. I mean, we, we've said it on the podcast, but... Um, even when we weren't winning... It, it, you always find it easier to criticise when we're not winning, don't you? But I've never heard United fans this season like being so complimentary towards where we're playing when we're not winning. And like Arsenal, we deserve to win. Um, come out and everyone's like, rather than criticising us, like, do you know what? We're going in the right direction. And like, I heard a lot of stuff um, on the radio, on Twitter, a lot of stuff on Twitter in the media about like United. Um, you know, is Mourinho got long left? Has he lost the plot? Is he the same person he was? Amongst the people I know, as as I would call them, the hardcore people on the monkey bus, like to yourself. If I'm being perfectly honest, the people at Matt. 
we never had a problem with it. Mourinho was always going in the right direction. We were playing really well. We were unlucky at Stoke. We were unlucky at Burnley. And if you go back a year ago, at least we're feeling something that, you know, like this time last year, feeling nothing. Now, like, you're annoyed if we didn't get the win at this game to miss the chances. But it's exciting coming out. Spurs was amazing, hanging on. Just, it's great. I'm loving it. Thanks for your time. I'm going to head down to the Hawthorns now. Um, I'm in the away end, so get some atmosphere and hopefully get a, get another win. Third win on the trot. Well, we did that in August, didn't we? Well, that seems a long time ago now. It's into the second half here at the Hawthorns. United are leading 2-0. Really, really good away performance. Where was I? 2-0 to United, two exceptionally good goals from Zlatan Ibrahimovic. First in the first half, when Antonio Valencia hit a long ball down the line to Jesse Lingard, who crossed straight away. And second the shot. I'm on the... I'm on row Q, seat six in the away end. The atmosphere is fantastic. United fans have had a full day to enjoy themselves. And I'm looking at the home fans, they're just marvelling at a sea of hands currently waving in the, among the 3,000 travellers. It just feels like the team's back. I know United are still sixth in the table, but the football's enjoyable. It's been some really good football this afternoon. Michael Carrick's playing exceptionally well. Paul Pogba, between the two of them, the boss in the game. Jesse Lingard's had some good moments. Zlatan scored twice. And this is against a very good West Brom team who started today in seventh and who'd won their three previous home matches. West Brom are a good team. And United have gone here and it's going to be three wins on the bounce. Well, I hope it is. There's still 28 minutes left. And while United have conceded late, not gone from having a 2-0 advantage to draw. I'd be stunned if United didn't win today. There's more of an authority about the team. The confidence is growing. There's a bit of handbags now in front of me on the pitch. Phil Jones is at the centre of it. United fans have been singing another new song. Uh, Fuck off Guardiola, your trophy days are over at the council house. And... Right. The war cry goes up. So the mood that's been building continues to build. And... Jose Mourinho's name has been sung several times. People are firmly behind him. 
and I'm going to carry on enjoying this game of football. Not something that's always been possible these last few years. <laughs> You've got to listen to this. I should just keep this recording because it's song after song at the moment. to Manchester United, final whistle, players are coming over to the away end now, led by Phil Jones, Michael Carrick, Paul Pogba, David De Gea puts his arms into the air, all of them are coming, every single one of them, Delaney, clapping away, and uh, Tony Valencia. <laughs> Players coming to give the shirts, throwing the shirts into the away end as a Christmas present. After the game, I walked back out of the ground, down a long alleyway and towards the Hawthorns train station for a train back into Birmingham. It was absolutely packed with Manchester United fans and a lot of West Brom fans as well. There were no issues there. And there's a real, real buzz among United fans. There always is when you've seen your team win away, but it's a bit more than that. They're playing well. The first goal was brilliant. I was sat right behind it when... Valencia pinged a long ball straight forward to Lingard, who crossed to Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And it's a goal you associate with the best United teams. So United go into Christmas, 10 games unbeaten. Loads of room for encouragement, loads of players doing well. Some surprise partnerships on the field. Marcus Rojo and Phil Jones springs to mind. Zlatan scoring record is really impressive. I read a statistic that uh, only um, Ruud van Nistelrooy had scored more in his first 16 league games and his record's the same as Robin van Persie and Andy Cole. And they were both playing in United teams which were much more successful with a higher win rate than the current team. So that's all good. Uh, the current issue of United we stand is now at the printers. It goes on sale on Boxing Day outside Old Trafford and our digital subscribers will be able to download it um, just before the game um, on, on, against Sunderland. Uh, we're also sending out the postal subscriptions. Uh, if you wanted to buy one as a Christmas present for somebody, um, you can do that via our website and we'll send a personalised letter. So say you buy one for your dad or your son, we'll say, Dear John, this is the first of ten... Um, issues of United We Stand. It was bought to you as a Christmas present from so-and-so. Just put a note in and we'll get that sorted out this week. And we've got a big interview with Jose Mourinho in our next issue. Uh, and here's a little bit of Mr Mourinho. I went to Carrington, I sat down with him and while we're saving it for the mag, this is just a little flavour of the type of things that he's talking about. Have a great Christmas. 
for those of you who celebrate Christmas and we'll join you for the next podcast uh, after the game against Sunderland Old Trafford on Boxing Day. The job is difficult. Why? The job is difficult because the potential is not there ready to kill and win and win and win. But the expectation in relation to the dimension and in relation to the history and in relation to what the club means, there is a little bit of a contradiction. I don't understand many of, of, of the songs. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, is the game. Yeah. I was told once that they were singing about me and I couldn't even wave because I, I don't imagine that was about me. I, yeah. Honest. I'm focused in the game. Probably one day I have to read the letters to try to, to, to understand. Most of the times I don't understand them. And that's why when people are singing, I, I try to say with my finger, team, team. So I, because if, you, if people go, Man United is easier for the, for the, the players to get it, I, I believe. But uh, the support is, is, is fantastic. I, I love the home match. And, and I have a huge respect for the people that travels away.